Hey, I'm Nicole, your host of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. On this show, we're going to be talking tangible action that you can take in order to achieve the life you thought was only achievable after retirement. Everything you want now in life, you can have it. Will it take hard work, patience, and uncomfortable growth? You bet it will, but it will be so worth it. On this show, we will be deep diving into the topics of lifestyle design, travel, entrepreneurship, and everything in between. I myself am a global citizen and world traveler who left my home country and conventional lifestyle behind for a life of adventure and following my passions. And that's exactly what I want for you. It's your time to love your work, build your wealth, and create the lifestyle you've always dreamed of. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I am your host, Nicole, aka Nomad Neeks, and this podcast is going to be sharing all about work, wealth, and travel. What does that mean? That means traveling the world, becoming a digital nomad, or becoming the best version of a digital nomad that you can be, creating a business for yourself that allows you location freedom, remote work, and building wealth for yourself throughout many different ways. This podcast is going to be very comprehensive. And if you are a nomad looking to be a nomad or are interested in creating a lifestyle design, which is creating your own lifestyle that you love and are truly passionate about, this is absolutely the podcast for you. So in today's episode, what I'm going to do is simply share my story, how I got to where I am today. And this is not the shortest of stories, but I'm going to keep it pretty short so that you can get to know me and you can get to know my story, hopefully making it inspire you so that you can live the life of your absolute dreams. So I'm going to dive right in and tell you that my story started probably around 2015 or 2016. Now, I'm originally from Canada and my dream growing up throughout probably the first 20 years of my life was to move to the big city, which for me was Toronto, to get a corporate office job. And that was a dream, you know, going to work every day with the pantsuit and really just have that corporate downtown busy city life. I grew up in a very small town. As a side note in Canada, I'm about a thousand people. So the big city for me was something that I always dreamt of. Now, finishing university, I did end up getting a corporate job. It was not in a big city. It was in a pretty small town, but it was still a corporate job. And after being in that position for about a year's time, I started to think to myself, how am I supposed to do this for the rest of my life when I've only been in this job for about a year and I already know what the rest of my life looks like, what my entire future looks like. And in saying this, I was 21 years old at the time. My first job had just finished university and thinking about the trajectory of my life, I knew exactly what it looked like at 21 years old. I knew that I would move up the corporate ladder. I knew that I would probably move to the big city, that I would buy a house, I would get married, I would have 2.5 kids, I would have a dog, you know, 
all the things. And at 21 years old, knowing essentially what the rest of my life looks like, minus maybe a few vacations per year, the odd change in life, but pretty much what the rest of my life looks like, I was not happy with that. And I always preface this in saying, you know, I have a lot of friends and family who are still in Canada. And there are just a lot of people in general who are living this lifestyle. And if you are truly, truly happy in the lifestyle that you have created for yourself and what you're doing every single day, I am so happy for you. If you are happy going into the nine to five and working for somebody else and getting a paycheck, which a lot of people are, then that's amazing. I only want what you are happy with in your life. So if that's what you're happy with, then that's great. But for me, it was not great because I knew that I would not be happy at 21 years old knowing what the rest of my life looked like. So I started looking into other options around 2015, 2016 as to how I could leave Canada and how I could create a different lifestyle for myself. So I ended up settling on probably the easiest option I would say for myself in my situation because I just wanted to leave Canada, wanted to experience the world. And for me, the fastest and easiest way I took it. So although it was not fast per se, it took me about eight months to get a visa to China. I ended up moving to China to teach in 2017. And this was definitely a big move for me. I think the most traveling I had done on my own was four months of an exchange in university. And so moving to a continent that I had never been to before was definitely a little bit scary, leaving everything behind, my family, my friends. It was pretty nerve wracking, quite honestly. But I knew that I had to do it if I wanted to change. And I always will remember this, that I remember telling family, friends, and I remember specifically one of my friend's parents. I told them, you know, I'm moving to China and kind of the whole deal, what was happening. And I remember them saying, and I will never forget this, oh yeah, so-and-so moved to China and loved it and had the best experience. And now they're back in Toronto working a corporate office job. Um, and I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, that is my worst case scenario. If everything goes to shit and, you know, I really, really end up hating it and it does not work out and it's the worst possible situation, then that will be me. But I will do everything in my power to make that not my reality. I don't want to just go away for one or two years to some country in Asia and teach and come back and then proceed with the rest of my life that I already know what that's going to look like. And so for me, that was worst case scenario. For me, worst case scenario, leaving to China would be coming back. I also knew that I had options. You know, if I really did not like China or something did not work out for any reason, I could go back to Canada, regroup. And from there, I would be able to go somewhere else because I really did want to create a lifestyle for myself that again, was not kind of that typical Western lifestyle as I usually call it. Um, so what ended up happening, I moved to China, Shenzhen, China in 2017. And my plan at the time was every year, go to a different country in Asia, volunteer, work, really just experience life and travel, which I had never experienced travel that extensively before and see what I liked. But I ended up really loving Shenzhen and I did not expect this, but I ended up living there for four years. By the end, I had a cat, I had a great apartment, I had a great job, like everything was great, um, except 
in the end of 2019, things became not so great. And so in the end of 2019, I remember hearing my colleagues at work talking about a virus that was happening in the north of China. And I remember hearing a few whispers about this virus, but nothing major. So Chinese New Year is in January or February. That year it was in January. So I ended up leaving China to go travel Asia, which is what you typically do during Chinese New Year. So as I was traveling throughout Asia, the COVID virus, as we then knew it, got very bad in China. And China was the first country that COVID got really bad in. So, you know, we're seeing all of these pictures on Chinese social media and on the apps that grocery stores don't have food and really just not knowing what is going on. Because like I said, this is the first country for this to happen to. So, Instead of going back to China, which seemed like a very scary thought at the time, I ended up going back to Canada and just kind of waited out. Obviously, nobody knew what COVID would become at this time. Um, it was really only pretty much in China and like a few cases in Asia at this time. So I went to Canada thinking, you know, it's very safe and they won't have COVID. Of course, we didn't realize the capacity of what COVID was going to be and after being in Canada for about two months and China still being pretty bad with COVID, China closed its borders to all residents. So this included me and I was essentially stuck in Canada and not knowing what the heck I was going to do with my life, what I was going to do for the future if I could not get back into China, which is where my entire life was. So now looking back on, I was in Canada for 10 months. Now, looking back on that time, I am actually very grateful for the time that I had. But in the moment, in those 10 months, it was very stressful. The whole world was on lockdown. All of my things were in China. My job was in China. I couldn't get back. I didn't know when I would be able to get back. So very stressful. But I'm very grateful that I used that time productively and I was able to really figure out that the trajectory that my life was on for the second time in my life was not the trajectory that I really wanted my life to be on. It was, I was essentially doing the same thing that I was doing in Canada, but I was doing it in China this time. I was working for somebody else. I was working a nine to five job. I was basically doing exactly what I would have done in Canada, only having my evenings and weekends free and I wanted something different. So COVID really gave me the time for the first time in a long time to think about what I truly wanted and to realize that, again, the trajectory my life was on was not what I really wanted. So I started looking into other opportunities of what I could do. And I realized that building a business out of something that you are truly passionate about is possible. I had never realized that before. And I think COVID was a wake up period for a lot of us. So I realized that that was a possibility. And I also realized that I could travel the world while doing what I loved. I had always loved being online, trying out different softwares. And I realized that if I worked from my laptop, I could essentially travel anywhere. I didn't need to be stuck to China or to one specific country. So 
very grateful for those months in Canada because that was when I really started diving into what could I start a business in? What am I good at? What can be monetized? All of those questions. It was definitely not a linear trajectory. However, I ended up starting a business for myself and it has been almost three years since then. And I still have the business. It has definitely changed, especially in its infancy because I was figuring out what I wanted, what I was passionate about. Sometimes you're passionate about something, but to actually do it every day or do it for somebody else can look a lot different and that passion can kind of go away. So it did take me some time. A few things changed in my business, but I ended up starting my business that I have now, which is Nomad Creative. And I ended up actually going back to China, but this time I went back to China knowing that China was not somewhere permanent for me, was not somewhere that I wanted to stay. Essentially going to China to wrap up my time there and to finish up, say my goodbyes, finish up my job, the contract I was in um, for, I think I was going back for like six months and then I was going to leave China and travel and run my business remotely. But of course, life never goes as planned, which is a beautiful thing, but I feel like that is a common theme in my life, which I love, but sometimes can be stressful. So I ended up going back to China, getting an apartment again, going back to my job. And in the meantime, in the downtime of my job on the evenings, a lot of the weekends, I would be working on growing my business and learning new things, new skills in order to succeed so that I could leave and travel the world. However, I ended up meeting my partner in China who was very unexpected, unplanned because I was wanting to leave China and he was not. So I ended up in the end staying in China for a little bit longer than expected, probably for about a year, which was great to finish up my time there, to have some more time to really establish my business. And then he ended up leaving China with me. And that was November of 2021 when we left and we have been traveling the world since then. We have been running our businesses, doing things that we are truly passionate about, not just working for somebody else and getting a paycheck, doing things that we actually enjoy and building a business for ourselves over the last year and a half and counting. And in that time, I have discovered so much about being a nomad, being a global citizen. I have actually become a non-resident of Canada, given up my residency and obtained residency in another country to benefit me for tax purposes and my business. And so I love this lifestyle now. I never thought that it would be a possibility, quite honestly. And so that is why I will always say I was very, I am very grateful for the time period of COVID when I was stuck in Canada, when the whole world was in lockdown, I really was able to reassess my life and figure out what the heck I want from my life, which I now have coined the term called lifestyle design which is exactly that. It is figuring out what you truly want out of your life. And then the second step is actually making that a reality, which can be difficult and scary, but it is always possible to make whatever you want in your life to become a reality. It will take hard work. It will take time. 
you know, it has taken me six years as of right now and counting to from when I left Canada to sitting here currently in Colombia, traveling the world. And it's definitely not something that's going to happen overnight. But if you are truly passionate about it or you truly want to make a change in your life, then I highly consider you to think more about lifestyle design and what you are truly seeking from your life. So that is very briefly my story, where I started and how I got to where I am today. Thank you so much for joining me, your host, Nicole, on the Work, Wealth and Travel podcast. If this episode has served you in any way, I would love it if you shared what you've learned or a part of the episode that you loved by tagging me on Instagram at nomadneeks. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that I can continue to bring you educational content, learn and grow together. Thank you for your support and see you in the next episode of the Work, Wealth and Travel podcast.